When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. W-A-B-C. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning to you folks. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. A programming note, Frank Marano has been kind enough to invite me on his program at 1 a.m., so I will be joining him for about 15, 20 minutes this morning. I look forward to it. Nabbed, police have caught the knife men who attacked five people in New York City serial stabbings and even laughed in one victim's face. There are a lot of nut jobs out there. The suspected slasher is believed to have stabbed a man January 8th, then attacked four more victims in Springfield Gardens and Jamaica, Queens, and he may have been even tied to a Brooklyn assault Wednesday. Authorities have just released that the man worked as a hospital greeter. You cannot make this up. But it does make a lot of sense because this is the city of New York where what's up really is down, And what's down really is left, far, far left off the cliff. A travesty of justice just happened a short time ago. A travesty of justice. And that is a judge rejected a motion to dismiss charges against Hero Marine. Notice the word I said, Hero Marine. Marine Daniel Penny. Judge rejected a motion to dismiss the charges against him. But what I'm even more incensed about this morning, we have freedom of speech in this great country. But you know what? It it has to stop. Some things have to stop. I'm not going to repeat the term. I'm going to let you hear it because it is derogatory. But imagine this. You're walking in to criminal court. I'm not going to say all you did, but, but, but essentially all you did was step up to help other human beings. Some that were African-American women in that train car, and now you are in the trial of your life. So imagine you're the Marine, Mr. Penny. Imagine you're him. You get out of the vehicle. All you want to do is avoid the, the mass circus and get inside the criminal court building. And what happens then? Listen for yourself, folks. We're going to get you, Cracker. We're going to get you, Cracker. 
We're gonna get you, Gregor. We're gonna get you. We're gonna get you. Get it, Gregor. Daniel Benny, use a murderer. You're a murderer. You're a murderer. Now, why is that necessary? Why is that necessary? That that man happened to be one of those black. Uh, Curtis Lee talks about them all the time. The black Israeli lights, whatever you call them, the nut jobs that used to be on Forty Second Street as saying the most outrageous things that you could imagine against against white people. He had on. Um, uh, he was dressed like them, so the assumption is that he was one of them. But why is that necessary? And that man should have been arrested on the spot. You know why he should have been arrested? Because he was endangering the life in a highly, highly uh, controversial situation of hero Marine Daniel Penny. He was inciting a situation. And I want you folks to listen to what this, this, you, you put the word in. One more time, I want you to listen. So Mr. Penny gets out of the vehicle, and this is the way, and as well as when he's leaving, this is the way he is greeted. We're going to get you, Cracker. We're going to get you, Cracker. We're going to get you, Cracker. We're going to get you. We're going to get you. Get out of Penny, you're a murderer. You're a murderer. You're a murderer. Wow. So where were you, sir? when Jordan Neely needed services as as a homeless New Yorker? Where were you when he needed help as as someone uh, suffering with severe mental illness? Where were you when he were in subway cars before attacking New Yorkers? It's, It's tragic what happened to him, to Mr. Neely. But Marine Daniel Penny is a hero, and he should not be facing these criminal charges. So last night, we talked about writer E. Jean Carroll, and I had not seen the interview with uh, with Anderson Cooper, but I, I felt for Anderson because uh, I've been in his position. When you're in a live, volatile situation, and I'm not going to say you're dealing with a nut job, hint, 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 but I guess I just said it. I guess I'll be sued next, right? An alleged nut job. When you're, when you're dealing with a, a situation like that. So, I, you know, I listened to you folks last night, and we know what happened at the uh, trial in which... She testified in the second damages trial against Mr. Trump, who was found to have sexually abused and defamed her last year with a jury awarding her $5 million in damages. Carol testified that her life was upended after the then president of the United States, Trump, accused her of fabricating her allegations in 2019 that he sexually assaulted her in a Manhattan department store. The judge, Lewis Kaplan. And uh, the judge issued a warning uh, to Mr. Trump in terms he threatened to throw Mr. Trump out of the trial 
And uh, because Mr. Trump was fuming, if you will, during uh, Carol's uh, testimony, of course you have to have the quorum in a courtroom. All I'm saying, folks, on this one, right? So one of the things that Trump uh, uh, said, and apparently counsel said the jury could hear what he was saying, one of the comments he said was, oh, she's got her memory back now. All I'm saying, folks, put yourself in his shoes just for a second. And everything is fuzzy. She can't remember many details at all, except to remember that allegedly Mr. Trump violated her in a sexual manner in a department store, in a dressing room where there had to be other people around. Folks, it doesn't pass the smell test. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Miss Carol. It doesn't pass the smell test. And so I, I looked at the clip that you folks sent me. Poor Anderson. When Anderson uh, Cooper sat down with her. And um, it was just, it was just a fan. It, 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 it was, it was, it was, it was, I'm, I'm at a lack of words right now. Uh, I want, I want you to listen to the clip. This is Anderson Cooper interviewing E. Jean Carroll. You don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished, which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not, this was not sexual. For, it just it it hurt. It just what it just you know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a. I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not. I a think sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. We're going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. <laughs> Poor Anderson. Poor Anderson Cooper. He didn't know which way to go, up, down, left, right. I've been there, folks. I've been there. And then when, you, when you're when interviewing a, a character live and they make a personal comment about you, uh, 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 as you heard, she, it, this doesn't pass the smell test. It really doesn't. And I am stating that objectively. Let's go ahead and open up the phone lines. We've got a million topics to get to this morning. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So E. Jean Carroll, in that interview, said, well, let's backtrack. When Anderson Cooper said, you don't feel like a, a victim, she didn't answer the question. She said, let me make sure I got this right. She said, I think most people think of rape as sexy. And that you think of the fantasies. Now, I'm sorry. That's some kinky stuff going on there. You think of the fantasies as it relates to rape. I don't know anybody that would answer a question like that. One more time, I want you to hear that clip. You don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished, which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not, this was not sexual. It just, it, it hurt. It just, what, it just, you know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not I a think sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. 
Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. We're going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. (laughs) Now, excuse me. Maybe it's me. But was she hitting on Anderson Cooper on live television? And Anderson Cooper is out the closet as gay. He's married with children. One more time. Was E. Jean Carroll in a live interview hitting on Anderson Cooper, who's gay? And poor Anderson didn't know where to put his face. I, 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 I've been there, folks. You start stuttering. I, 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 I. You got producers talking in your ear. You're trying to look cool. You're trying to be collective. And you're like, what is in front of me that I'm interviewing here live right now? So he tosses to a commercial. Doesn't pass the smell test. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. So poor President Trump. Seriously. Seriously, the man asked the judge to put the trial off one week, the trial that, that, he, that uh, he, he was at uh, on, on Wednesday, so that he could attend his mother-in-law's funeral. The judge said no. So Mr. Trump will not be at the trial tomorrow. You've heard him talk publicly about his mother-in-law. I, I was the same way with my mother-in-law. Frankly, if my mother-in-law was a little younger and, you know, we, we, we got along fabulously, my mother-in-law and I. So I, I can relate to what he's saying. But also, the headline around the country, Donald Trump goes off on Nikki Haley and racially charged rant ahead of a uh, of, uh, uh, <laughs> must-win New Hampshire primary for Nikki Haley. So it's racially charged because he used uh, her first name, Nimrata. That makes it racially charged. He used her first name. Now, 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 I, I, will, I, will, uh, I will say this. Um, her critics have often used her first name, her given first name, to draw unflattering attention to her Indian heritage. But just the other day, Mr. Trump was in New Hampshire with Ramaswamy. So I, I don't know, folks. Uh, you know, the, the world the world that, that we live in, it's all very interesting. Some of the other headlines, Governor Hochul plans to pump $40 million into the war against shoplifting with more than half going to the New York State Police. I hope that means that if they catch someone shoplifting, they will be arrested on the spot. And I I know how some of you feel as it relates to this young man, but one of the uh, Central Park Five, I remember I told you folks this a while ago. If the right consultants get a hold of this guy, he will be the mayor of New York City one day. And here's why. He is saying all the right things. He's not dismissing the police. And guess what job he has now on the city council? He is going to chair the council's committee on public safety. A very, very high profile assignment. Youssef Salam, one of the Central Park Five, will be the council's 
uh, committee, the chair on the council's committee on public safety. We see your telephone calls. I will get to them in just a second. We've got to take this, this next topic very seriously. A Jewish mom and her daughter says they were attacked by violent anti-Israel protesters and called a Nazi B. She's taking Mayor Adams to task for not doing enough, not doing more. And it does seem like we're not really paying as much attention to anti-Semitism as we should. A Jewish mother says she and her daughter were violently attacked by an anti-Israel protest march uh, where people called her what I just said on the Upper East Side this week. She's calling on Mayor Adams to get a handle on the demonstrations. 43-year-old mother, she doesn't want to be named, says she was dropping off groceries at her apartment after returning from Upstate Monday when she and her daughter were surrounded by protesters. When I came back, she says her daughter was in the middle of the chaos. The Upper East Side resident says she took out her phone to start recording the chaos after checking in on her daughter when she was told she was a Nazi B, to which her daughter said, we're Jewish. The same way that that protester against the Marine should have been arrested for endangering his life, these people that that engaged in this against this Jewish mother and her daughter, they should be arrested as well. The city... I give Mayor Adams credit for this. The city is finally starting to crack down as it relates to migrants. Starting at four shelters, there should have been a curfew from day one. There has to be a deterrent factor in this. No, you can't just come here and free, 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 take everything you want, get everything under the sun while we suffer, and you can go and come as you please. In the middle of the night, whatever the case may be, there should have been a, 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 a lockdown, if you will, in terms of the time you can come in and come out. And now, especially considering that you have one for American homeless people and New Yorkers. And so now, Mayor Adams says it may be going citywide. It's time to uh, clamp down. Here is what he had to say. The more and more we move into uh, this crisis and the normalization of it, uh, we're learning a lot. You know, we're learning uh, things that we can do where and we're not so rigid. Uh, and we know that in the traditional shelters that we have a curfew. And um, we I don't know if we put it up yet. And but we're putting up signs to ex- to explain what is the code of conduct of, uh, you know, this system was built from ground up. And so uh, the thought of a curfew is something that we think is important because we have to make sure that we give people what our expectations are and they can respect the rights of others who are there. And, you know, we're looking to, you know, to make sure that we have a curfew. Uh, I ideally believe it should be in all of our systems. Built from the ground up. So, Mr. Mayor, what that should have meant is not a single migrant goes to a Manhattan hotel and what that or any other borough and what that should have meant is uh the tent cities if you will that's where every single mi- migrant should have gone for the deterrent factor 
Let's go ahead and start with your telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Again, I will be joining Frank Morano. He's invited me uh, to be part of his show for 15, 20 minutes at the top of the hour. So I'm looking forward to that. Let's begin with Frank on Staten Island. Good morning, Frank. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, good morning, Dominic. How you doing? Daniel Penny is a hero. Uh, this case is so frustrating to see what's going to happen next. It looks like this judge is following uh, the case of, of, of the medical examiner. I mean, this medical examiner, he, he looks at the case, he declares it to be homicide, and, and that, that's their case. That's the prosecutor's case, and, and, and it's flimsy. It's just there's no, there's no proof. They got no proof. They got no case. And, um, I, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Now it has to go to a jury. And everything, who knows how the jury is going to be. They have to really know how to pick a really good jury that could, that could help uh, uh, Daniel get off on this. Because I don't want to see Daniel spend one day in a jail cell at all. He was a hero for what he did. He saved people's lives. Um, Jordan nearly died by accident. It was an accidental death of, of a choke with his neck. And that's the way I look at it. With all due respect, to Mr. Neely's family. No one likes to speak ill of the dead, but Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Neely was a walking time bomb and something was going to happen bad sooner or later, either because of his mental illness or whatever the case may be. But this Marine, you know, it, 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 it would be one thing if he was one of these GI Joe type guys, you know, looking for trouble every, every turn of the corner. That's not what Daniel Penny was. He was a quiet guy on his way to class, if I remember correctly, had on his uh, his headset, and he noticed the erratic behavior of the homeless individual, and he tried to help other people. He tried to help other people. And, y- y- you know, you mentioned this, Frank, the uh, the uh, the medical examiner and the that's going to be it's going to be hard to get around that it's going to be very hard to get around that and if your defense counsel right you want to get the best uh, jury that you can sympathetic to your client but herein lies the problem you only have but so many exemptions so once you're at the end of your exemptions that's it. And you can't challenge anymore. So it's it's going to be um, it's going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out. But it's really it's really unfair because thank you for the call, Frank. Someone that tried to help others that day, and the message that you are sending is absolutely horrible. The message is: do not get involved because if you get involved, you could end up facing murder, manslaughter charges, Mister. Mr. Penny is free on $100,000 bail, but he faces up to 19 years behind bars if convicted of killing Mr. Neely, a homeless man who launched into that explosive tirade on a Manhattan F train. I believe the date was May 1, 2022. Neely. A long history of uh, mental illness had been threatening subway riders on the train that day before Penny stepped behind him and uh, used what prosecutors are calling the chokehold that the city's medical examiner says eventually killed Neely.
But what, and I'm sure defense counsel will deal with this. What about the drugs that may have been in his system? And that always plays a role. But of course, prosecutors try to minimize that. Defense attorneys try to, um, to, uh, to, to bring it up. Let's, let's go to our next call. Uh, let's go to Sandra, New Jersey. Good morning, Sandra. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Um, Dominic, I have two thoughts that bother me a little bit that I wanted to bounce by you. The first one is about um, Donald Trump and, and the case with Elizabeth Carroll. Now, she had a husband, Mr. Johnson, right, from the past. And I, don't, I, and I would like to see Greg Kelly had on his show the former husband of Jill Biden shedding light to the husband and to Jill. And maybe if we had Mr. Johnson on somebody's show, he might be able to shed some light on Elizabeth Carroll and her in whatever, you know, maybe we need to know more about her because we don't get a chance to hear Donald say anything. They don't let him. And then the other thought I wanted to ask you about was um, I am concerned about uh, Michelle Obama, you know, creeping into the race later. And I think what they're doing right now is they're distracting us with um, Kamala Harris. And I think that's like a decoy, a decoy. And, you know, this way, Maybe Michelle has baggage that we don't know about, but if we find out too late in the game and she announces she's going to run, and I bet she will, even Cindy Adams thinks she's going to run. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, I, I, Sandra, I don't see her running. Uh, may, maybe, maybe she will, but I can guarantee you she has baggage in her background. I can guarantee you that. Uh, one may right. say, one may say, oh, well, Dominic, how can you say that? She was the first lady. She was, she was national. She was, she was scrutinized by the media. It's one thing when you're scrutinized as the wife of the candidate. It's another when you're scrutinized as the candidate. Okay. While, mm-hmm. wh- while she was the first lady, she said several comments that were highly inflammatory, which means that I can guarantee you. There's something somewhere in her background. I don't see her entering the race at all, Sandra. I, I just, I mean, I don't care who says that they think she's winning. I don't see it. I, I, I don't. I hope you're right. I, I just, I, I just, right, I just, how, how do you go? I mean, Hillary Clinton did it uh, for Moynihan's seat, but that was for a Senate seat. And then she went on the listening tour and so on. But how do you just go from being first lady to the president. It's not it's not going to happen. I don't think with all due respect to the former first lady, I don't think she has the discipline. I don't think she has the discipline. But one thing you could say about Obama is that he had the discipline to know when to shut up and when not and that's a big job as president, knowing when you but cannot he comment. Her. He could, he could coach her all the time and tell her everything to no, do. No, 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 because instincts kick no. in. Instincts kick in. No. And and when okay. you feel when you feel you're wronged, and let me let me give you a good example. Here's a perfect example, Sandra. Right? So okay. Um, and this is the best example I can give. Right? So let's say something was uh, written in the paper. That, let's go back maybe 20 years ago. Something was written in the paper about me that I didn't like. Right? And mm-hmm. so of course you notice everything that's written about you. So like at that time, you know, when I was in television, you know, friends would say, "Oh, on radio they're talking about you and some are saying nice things and some are saying bad things." And it was like whatever. Mm-hmm. But but right. but but there were times, right, when when this is going way back, 
when something would be okay, I I won't say which governor because because he's a friend, but a certain governor in so many words called me an Uncle Tom, and I was livid because it right. was it was the lead story. I was out at lunch when the comment was made. Right, I get back my news director. Her name was Bernie Bernie Hahn. And she goes, Dominic, uh, we, we need to talk. And I'm like, what's up, Bernie? Right? I had no problem working for a female news director. She's like, well, the governor right. just uh, called you basically an Uncle Tom. And Ed Koch and Al D'Amato called me privately. And they said, whatever you do, don't mm-hmm. respond. Don't mm-hmm. respond. So what do you think was the first thing I did, Sandra? I don't know. Did you respond? Of course I responded. <laughs> and, 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 and in my mind, I was making perfect sense. But, but, in, but in the court of public opinion, it was spun in a way where it doesn't, it doesn't look good. So what I'm trying to say right. is it's easy to say have the dis. I will never forget. Ed Koch said, this is what he said. Now, don't say mm-hmm. anything. Do not comment to the media. Yes, Mr. Mayor. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Mr. <laughs> Mayor, are you done? Can I get off the phone? Do not comment, Dominic. <laughs> don't say And D'Amato said the same thing. The moment a reporter got me on the phone, and I was itching to comment because I was ready to explode, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The, the governor that made the comment is a very dear friend now. I'll just leave that name alone. And... um. And boom. So it's and now uh, now times that times a thousand when you're a presidential candidate. She she's untested. You know, right. she can't. You think Michelle Obama is going to be able to campaign all around the country? That's not going to happen. She's not used to that. She used she's used to cherry picking. OK, the campaign is sending me today to uh, Ypsilanti, Michigan. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to Seattle, Washington. Two days from now, I'll be in uh, Rhode Island. She's not used to five states in one day. It is very grueling to be a presidential candidate. Thank you for the call, Sandra. I just don't see it. I see it as great speculation, but it's not going to happen. We've got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to Pennsylvania, Brooklyn, Saratoga, and Long Island. Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. You don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. Which, the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not, this was not sexual. For, it just, it, it hurt. It just, what, it just, you know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not I think sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. We're going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. <laughs> Poor Anderson. I, I've been there. When you start stuttering like that and, and the producers are telling you, break, break, break. I, I've been there, you know, in your ear, in, in all likelihood, what, what, they're, what, they're, what they were telling Anderson, in all likelihood, you're late for a break. And 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 th- th- this lady, um, th- this lady, uh, all the bubs don't light up. Uh, get to a break. We got to regroup. You're in li- You're live. Get to a break. You're live. So I'm looking at some of my uh, Twitter comments, and uh, you could reach me on Twitter X. Uh, <laughs> 
Boy Anderson at Dominic TV. And Jimmy, Jimmy James says, and he's right here, if the homeless were not allowed to live and hang out on the subway system, that man would be alive right now. Agreed. And I'm sorry. Let's uh let's not let's not forget, you know, this is not politically correct. At times I can be a guy that's not very politically correct. When it comes time to sue and the lawsuits against the city, here comes Uncle Bob, uh uh, uh Aunt Mary, uh your half brother, your your father that was never in your life. Here they all come. Oh, he was an honor student. He was the uh, Michael Jackson impersonator. He was the best dancer ever. Well, excuse me, sir. Um, where were you when when he was doing some of the things that he was doing uh, on the subway system, attacking people? That's not the issue. The issue is the city failed him. I want my forty-five million. Uh, excuse me, sir. Yesterday, and you can't put a value on a human life, but yesterday, you didn't even talk to him. And today, you want $45 million. Wow. Let's go to Linda, Long Island. Hey, Linda, you are a woman. I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I guess I am. Um, And I, I hope you don't ever have to deal with this, but you heard Miss uh, E. Jean Carroll. Do you think that most people think of rape as sexy and think of the fantasies? No, you ruined my opening. I feel so bad. I was all prepared. All right, just I don't, please don't get angry about this. I have to ignore your beginning because I have to start with mine. All okay, right? but wait, 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 okay. Linda, Linda, I'm, Linda, I'm Linda, wait, wait, Linda, Linda, Linda. <laughs> okay. Yeah, wait, wait, let me okay. just let me just tell you this, Linda. As a uh, as a former talk show host, the the last thing in the world we like are prepared <laughs> remarks. We want you caught off. We no, want wait, wait, wait. Let me just tell you. you we know. we want okay. you caught off guard and and, and to did. talk in a normal yeah. conversation. But oh. but anyway, go ahead, Linda. Okay, Tom. Uh, I don't know how to say this, but I really would like to have sex with you. Wait, I'm wait. a writer. Wait, wait, please. I'm a writer. And um, please Wait. excuse me. Wait, please excuse me, Marilyn. Okay. Um, so I, I would like to have sex with you, but I don't know you. So maybe I can make a lot of money writing a book and also getting even with you. I can accuse you of rape, but it's all romantic in my head how much I want to have sex with you. So what am I going to do? I'll for, go out for, there. For the first okay. time in my life, in almost 40 years, I'm speechless. Uh, this is almost uh, as bad. This is almost as bad. Uh, there, 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 was, there, there was a newspaper. They're already marking the time code for promo purposes. Uh, this was almost as bad as there was an article in, in, in City. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, Linda. There was an article in City and State, and I was at New York uh, One at the time. Uh, and one of the um, one of the top female spokespeople said, mm, "Dominic Carter, I would love to have sex with him." And and when I got when I got to the newsroom, oh wait wait, is that little Barry White going on there? Oh, Barry White, there we go, there we go. Ooh, Linda. <laughs> now, Linda, 
Linda. Now, Linda. Linda, I know. I know. I wish I had a voice like okay, Barry shut White. Okay, shut it off. Shut it off. Okay. So now, Linda. Yeah, Linda. Ahead. Linda. Yeah. I, I know. I know yeah. you were giving me a uh, a scenario, a uh, a fake scenario. Exactly. But 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 uh-huh. but for the first time in forty years, I was speechless. Um, uh-huh. And so so I hear you on uh on uh I'm still speechless. I I <laughs> I, I, I hear you, Linda. But now let me just uh-huh. give you the flip side of that, the male side, right? So okay. that so that's why, right? What you just said to uh-huh. me, that's uh-huh. why that's why you only have sexual relations with your wife. So that none of that stuff can pop up where some woman could say, right? Um uh-huh. You don't have time for me. Time won't give me time, and time makes lovers feel like they got something real. And Dominic, you don't, you don't have time for me. So thus, I, you, you raped me. And no, I would never be caught in that type of situation. But Linda, uh, what was the rest Did of your you point? Did you hear me apologize to Marilyn? Um, I I don't think Marilyn cares what we talk about. <laughs> oh, so she doesn't care? Oh my God! Uh, yes, yes, she does. I hope she hear, I hope she hears and, this. And you know what? Right. And you know you're what? In so much, you, you, you're in you, so much trouble. You know Go what? Ahead. On on my way in, she told me that she would be listening tonight too. So out of all oh, the nights, but I'm I'm uh, hope I'm hoping that she sleep because the cat gets up in the bed. And you know, yeah. Beyonce calls the shots, and I, you know, uh-huh. Beyonce, yeah. <laughs> you know, so she's probably yeah. sleep. So anyway, Linda, um, before I let you go, I'm, I'm gonna act like we just didn't have that last conversation. But, oh, I thought but, it was great. Okay, I yeah, love that. Yeah, I yeah. I really took you by surprise. I love that. Okay. Mm, so but, now, do you? But that's think- what happened. Actually, happened. She she it was in her head. This whole thing's in her mind. And because of the way things are today, especially with Trump, she thinks now I can get away with it. And it looks like, she, you know, they're letting her get away with this. There's no proof. There's nothing. Or or Whoever, or, right? or, no or or it could have been if it happened, it could have been consensual sex. And then it she's like happen. and then she's like, ka-ching, yeah. it's time to get paid now. But right. but but but, but, but I want happen. you I want you to answer my question. Do you think okay. most people think of rape as sexy? And think of fantasies. No, it's a no. Everybody knows if it's rape, unless because it's in her head that that's what she wants. So that's not so that's sexy. What she wants, but rape is obviously one of the worst things that could happen to a woman. It, it's you right. know so bad. Right, right, right. I mean, it's not even just physical. It's mental, emotional. It's a it's a disgusting thing. That's one of the worst things a, a man you know, really hates a woman that he would rape her. Hey, Linda, I don't, I didn't think this was possible, but I think my cheeks are going to turn red now. Um, <laughs> but Linda, thank you. Thank you. So thank thank you so much for the call. Oh, Barry. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Marilyn, oh, forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Marilyn's saying just give me the paycheck and that's all that's all that she cares about. Linda, thank you for the call. Okay, enough of Barry. Let's go to Mike in Brooklyn. Good morning, Mike. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Am I speaking to a red man or a black man? (laughs) (laughs) For the first time, you know, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't get thrown easily, right? I'm normally prepared for everything, 
I wasn't prepared for that one. Linda got me good. Yeah, she got you, but she also proved the point. I mean, it was a perfect point what she did. That lady's talking to fantasy land that that's accusing Trump, that accused Trump and everything. She she's in a fantasy of her own. But uh, I, I was going to call uh, to comment about the uh, the hero Marine Penny. Uh, from day one, I I said that he was a hero. So please correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm going to rattle off a few things if you don't mind. Um, at the moment, Mr. Penny took down a deranged, out-of-controlled terrorist. He was holding everybody in that train hostage as oh, a terrorist. Okay, okay, but wait, I, I, I agree with you, Mike. The terrorist, the, moment, the terrorist the moment, term. Uh, but I agree with everything yes. else you said. Go ahead. Yes, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, I don't think he was a terrorist. I, I understand in a literal uh, definition of the word, you're probably right, but I, yes. I, I wouldn't describe him that way. But but I, I but the Marine. It, but go at, ahead. And at the moment, he was out of control. Terrorism. He was terrorizing everybody in that train. So he was a terrorist. Same thing as if he was on an airplane, he would have been a terrorist. The the dirtbag that that shot the the the, uh, the uh, D train, F train, whatever that was over in. And I'm sorry, the Q, uh, R train. I'm sorry, the R train. Pulled out the gun and, and shot all those people with the smoke bombs and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. He's a terrorist, terrorist. That's no, that, that's, line, that's, know, not, so. that's not the same, Mike. That's not the same. But it, go ahead. At, at the moment, it was. Mike, at Mike, Mike. Okay, he yeah, he, did, not, he did not right. pull out a gun and shoot anybody. Yeah, but nobody knew if he had one okay, or Okay, Mike, or or please go ahead with your point. Okay, but the, 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 the uh, Penny, he could have snapped his neck. He just held on to him and kept him in control. It took two or three people to get him That's under control. True. At the That's time. true. That's true. He, it, with his training, he could have snapped his neck in two seconds if he wanted to, and he did not. Absolutely. And then the other thing with outside of the courtroom, and, and the, the Jewish lady did that was uh, uh, terror. I almost said terrorized again. Uh, was being racially discriminated against. They're yelling cracker. That's the same same as a, a white person or somebody saying the N word. You know, they, they you know what? Been. You know what, Mike? You're a thousand percent correct. And that that's what, Mike, I got to wrap it up because I'm late for a break. I would love to uh, continue with you. But you're absolutely right. If 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 instead it, imagine just imagine, folks, an African-American uh, defendant is getting out of the car and the African-American defendant is charged with killing a white person. And in Manhattan, the African-American defendant gets out and three or four people start yelling, three or four people start yelling the N-word, right? There would be calls for everyone to be arrested. So why should this be tolerated tolerated against the Marine? We're going to get you, Cracker. We're going to get you, Cracker. We're going to get you, Cracker. We're going to get you. We're going to get you. Cracker. I wish I could say what I really want to say as it relates to that nut that was standing out there stating that. Time for a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. 
Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. You talk about nerve. Talk about nerve. Vice President Kamala Harris on The View Wednesday. She had the nerve, the nerve to say that she's afraid if Trump wins the election. I am scared as heck. Yeah. Which is why I'm traveling our country. You know, there's an old saying that there are only two ways to run mm. for office, either without an opponent or scared. So on all of those points, yes, we should all be scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as we know, and certainly this is a, a table of very powerful women, we don't run away from something when we're scared. We fight back against it. Madam Vice President, how about fighting back against the migrant situation and the southern border. How about that? How about being proactive? I was about to say that I was raised, if you don't have something good to say, then don't say it at all. And I know that that's contradictory to being in talk radio because we have to talk about anything and everything. But you talk about, I mean, oh, oh, Kamala Harris says she's scared to death if Trump wins the election. Well, we're scared to death if you remain as vice president of the United States. How about that? And, you know, you folks know how I feel about you don't threaten the life of the president, the vice president. God forbid that something happened to Mr. Biden. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Oh, Anyway, let's get uh let's get back to the telephone calls. Gary in New Jersey. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, sir. I'm a staunch, 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 staunch Trump supporter, pro-military, pro-police. But I feel that that guy choked him to death on that train. I have a brother with mental illness. He could have held him in a bear hug. He was way the guy didn't hit anybody. He was way stronger than that man. The people at the courthouse are fools. They're 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 beyond fools. But he didn't have to choke him to death. He really didn't. He wasn't. He didn't hit anybody. He could have put him in a bear hug and held him until the police. Came. I'm telling you, there was no okay. need for him to put him in a choke. Okay, okay, him. okay. If, if he indeed did kill him. Okay, so it, so Gary, so Gary, um, and you said you have a brother that uh suffered from mental illness, correct? Yes. Yes. Well, I was raised around it my entire life. My mother was a chronic paranoid schizophrenic. So I know a thing or two about the power of people when they go through these episodes with uh, mental illness, and I'm sure you do as well. The right. ma- the Marine, uh, <laughs> he didn't go looking for this trouble. And what I find interesting, Gary, right, is that y- you just glossed right over everything of what happened up until that point. What about the fact that he was uh, harassing people and had people scared to death, and he had did this apparently on the regular? What about that part? Right. Well, it still doesn't mean you put him in a chokehold and stop his breathing. You, he's obviously stronger than him. Uh, I had a good point, and I forgot. But anyway, you hey, know, Gary, Gary, don't don't feel bad. Sometimes, God, I, I sometimes I forget my I, points too. But, 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 
But, Gary, to say put him in a bear hug, that, you know, I'm just going to be honest with you. You're a very respectful person. I can hear it in your voice. That's Hollywood. Well, you know, why don't you just put him oh, in a no, bear a, in no, a bear no, no, hug? A and okay, but no, let's no. let's let's just put him John Wayne. Let's just put him in a bear oh, hug, and we'll I'm hold him for fi- we'll hold him for five minutes or ten minutes until the until the FBI arrives. I know it's NYPD in listen, this case, right? Listen, when the police when the police choked that gentleman that was selling the cigarettes, it was the same thing. They killed. They, I forgot his name in Staten Island, I believe, five years ago, whatever. Eric, Eric, you're taking away someone's ability to breathe. Now, he may have contributed. That's why that's my point. That was my point. That's why they're charging him with manslaughter, not murder. What he did caused him to die, and it's manslaughter. He didn't uh, do it purposely, but he made a mistake by choking him for way too long and, and, and ending his life. That's why he's charged with manslaughter. And I feel bad for the young kid, but he, he, he made a mistake. There's not there's not a jury in America that's going to convict him. Do you know what I mean by that, Gary? You know what I mean by that? Or or if if your defense counsel, all you need is one. Ask ask the first jury uh, for Senator Menendez. All you need is one to see the truth, to see the situation the way you wanted to see it, and that's a hung jury. And a hung jury is defined oftentimes in a prosecution case, a criminal case, as a victory. There's no no jury in America that's going to convict this Marine. I, I hear you, and I thank you for the call. We just respectfully disagree on this one. Thank you for the call, Gary. Let's go to Trisha, Connecticut. Good morning, Trisha. You are on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi. About this E. Jean Carroll, I think she's just a liar and an opportunist. I mean, um, Donald Trump has his own moral foibles, but he's not stupid enough to rape a woman in a store department, a department store dressing room where there's store security. He, he's not that dumb. It's just preposterous to me that that could be believable. And I, I mean, if it were true, why wouldn't she have sued before? and brought this out. I think she's just looking for fame and and millions now that she's retired, doesn't have her jobs with Elle magazine or writing for Saturday Night Live, et cetera, anymore. Well, I I hear you. I hear you. I I really do, Tricia. I'm still stuck on that interview. Uh, Listen to this one second with uh, Anderson Cooper. You don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. Which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not. This was not sexual. For it just it it hurt. It just what it just you know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a. I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not. I a think sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. We're going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. <laughs> She's hitting on a man that's gay, Trisha. She's she's a stupid woman. Most people do not think of rape as sexy. It is an act of violence, and people know that. And she talked of fantasies. I have never heard of someone openly, openly, keyword talking about fantasies as it relates to rape. Yeah, it, it's mind-boggling. She's just an opportunist. Um hmm. You know, looking for fame and money. And and she's got both now. Yep. She's got both. 
you. And and that's why that's why I said you have to feel for Mr. Trump because you know you're in this situation. What what can you do to defend yourself? It's your word against her word, and she's got the media on her side. What what can what can he do? You know. So I understand his frustration. Trisha, thank you so much uh, for the uh, call again, folks. I want you to stay with us. Um, I normally about this time in a second or two. Frank Morano comes in and we we chat and I toss and punt on to him. But this morning he's going to punt right back to me. He's been kind enough to invite me on his show and I will be with Frank before a national audience uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes. Let's go to Rocco in Saratoga. Good morning, Rocco. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dom. It sounds like it's a Barry White night for you tonight, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now you know what the ladies are thinking when they're listening to you, huh? <laughs> hey, hey Tom, Tom, I'm a single guy. I'm a single guy. I'll take your overflow if it's okay. Hey, Marilyn won't. Mind. Hey, hey, Rocco, Rocco, true, true story yeah. here, right? So, yeah. in in elementary school, you know how you're bullied all the time, right? So I, re- I really, I really Never. did, I really did have a, a story where. My aunt that raised me, I was being bullied every day. The kid was taking my money for lunch. And my aunt that's only about 5'4", maybe 5'3", even maybe 5'2". And so the kid is bullying me, and she jumps out the bushes. And she goes, not today. Either you, either, either you kick his or I'm going to kick yours. And that was the end of the bullying. But the point I'm trying to make, and I'm trying to move fast because Frank is here, is that I used to cry because as a little boy, no. uh, the kids would make fun of my lips. And then when I got older, it became my biggest asset where women would say, oh, I love your lips. And I'm like, hey, wow. Tom. Wow. <laughs> so, what's out? Marilyn's going to, hey, 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 what's Hey, Mar- Marilyn only cares about the paycheck. And Rocco, I got to go because Frank is here, but thank you. Thank you so much. And Frank Morano. I can see the appeal of those lips. I never noticed them until now. Very exciting. Um, so uh, speaking of excitement, I am uh, tickled pink because I have uh, persuaded you to stick around for another 20 minutes or so at the top of our show. I've really been uh, impressed at your commentary on the Daniel Penny situation. And obviously uh, yesterday was a big day in court with the motion to dismiss. And uh, I'm eager to get your take in a little bit more of an in-depth manner on what's going on with uh, with Daniel Penny. We're also going to talk with uh, the legendary uh, Tony Orlando, another colleague of ours here at uh, WABC, who's embarking on a farewell tour. He's planning his retirement. Brian Kilmeade is going to join us to discuss the news of the day. Dr. Peter Mikolos will tell us whether or not you should get an RSV shot, and uh, we'll get the latest on the presidential race from Michael Tracy. Well, I am looking forward to joining Frank in just a second, being a guest on his uh, highly rated show. We'll be right back. I'll be joining Frank Morano. Stay with us, folks. <laughs> 